Off the Ball's League of Ireland podcast. Hey, it's Jamie Moore here. You're on the Off the Ball League of Ireland podcast with you on offtheball.com every Wednesday. And also lots of our chats done on video. You can watch them all on youtube.com forward slash off the ball. Now, I'm very happy to welcome Sligo Rovers and Ireland underage international player Niall Morehand to the show who joins us on Skype on his day off. Niall, good afternoon. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for having a chat. We're just back from the European Championships as well in Armenia and in the middle of a League of Ireland season. Also about to go back to college in Sligo IT. He signed a new contract with Sligo Rovers and he's going to become the first recipient of the new IT Sligo Sports Scholarship Programme with Sligo Rovers. He's not under, under, 20, under 19 international, should I say, and he signed the deal until the end of the 2021 season. will be undertaking a degree in business and as part of the agreement, two scholarships are co-funded annually by IT Sligo and Sligo Rovers. And Niall is the first of those to receive one of those. There he is signing the contract uh, with the manager, Buckley. So Niall, Liam has spoken when he was at St. Pat's, they have a link up with Minute, and he was very heavily involved in lots of players, the likes of Dara Markey and, and others currently in the first team who, who would have had scholarships in Pat's and Minute and, and have gone on to better things and he's now starting it off again at Sligo. Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, he's mentioned that he had the link up in Pat's and uh, I think it's the best thing for the club and college and Sligo town really to have young, good young players coming up through the club and having a place for them to study. Finish your leaving, sir. You got your course, you, you deferred. Were you always aware that this scholarship opportunity through Sligo was going to come? Um, it was mentioned last year, actually, um, that it was in the works. So um, it wasn't until earlier this year that um, we, we got to go ahead for it, really. So um, it was really in my mind then. As well, you know, from, from your point of view, like lots of, your, of players your age, you know, maybe aren't playing first team football at the moment and are able to focus on, on playing underage football plus their college stuff. But for you, you've been in the round of Sligo first team now. As we mentioned, you've been away with the Irish 19th to the Euros too. So, how do you how do you think you'll find that balance of kind of you know the extra addition of college along with your football, even if football is now going to be in the evenings? Yeah, listen, I think it will be tough. Um, I'll try and live the college life to my fullest, and I'll still be living the life of a professional footballer. You know, but I'll have to. It'll be hard work. I'll have to work on the balance, and yeah, it's a challenge I'm looking forward to. Sligo are going to train in the evenings. Is that the, is that the whole first team, or is it just some of the younger players are going to maybe train sometimes with the 19s? Or how is that going to work? Uh, I think it's the the whole first team. Yeah, it's a complete change to even times. So uh, just have to wait and see how it goes. Yeah, it's something I know at St. Pat's as well for Liam's last couple of seasons. I think they trained at four o'clock in the afternoon to allow some players to work and those lads who were in college to be in college. And because there's a number of younger players at the club, Noel, I'm sure that's something that, that Liam feels he has to do in order to keep you guys being able to train full time and, of course, pursue your education. I think so, yeah. I think it is. it would be the best thing for the club to have young fellas coming up and having the option for them to stay around, stay in Sligo and not having to go looking elsewhere for education and football. Yeah, so explain to us about your course as well. You're going to be starting in September time to uh, study a degree in business. Why did you pick business? Um, I would have always had an interest in business, actually, from school. So um, I think it's broad enough for the first few years, and then you can focus on a certain aspect of the course. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to get started up. Yeah, and of course on the pitch, Noel, as well, you've had an interesting few weeks with Sligo. The league form has probably been up and down, it's fair to say, but uh, the FAI Cup on Friday, Glebe North nil, Sligo Rovers 8, a very comprehensive win, a couple of hat-tricks in that game, I think for Chris Twardick and also for David Colley too. What was that game like? Um, I wasn't there actually as, a, as I picked up an injury, so um, yeah, games like that, they're, uh, they're no harm to build a bit of confidence and get lads scoring more goals, so... Um, 
yeah, you'd be you'd be hoping you'd be winning them games and obviously we've Limerick in the next round, so hopefully we can do it again and get on to the following round. What type of injured player takes the weekend off and doesn't go to cheer his team on though? Come on, you should have been there with the lads. I know, yeah, bad form, but maybe if it wasn't all the way up in Dublin I would have would have gone to it. Of course, of course. And on the season overall, Noel as well, you're a young player, you're only nineteen and you know, you've been in and around the first team since, you know, I suppose the start of the season too and you can play right back you can also play in midfield and you've been away with the Irish 19s as well how would you describe this season so far for you from a football sense with the club and also with the country? Um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind actually um, so at the start of the year if you told me I would have had about 17 appearances so probably wouldn't have believed you you know so um, to be fair I just got my chance and uh, I think I've done alright so far um, club level anyways so uh, hopefully I can just kick on there and play, be playing week in, week out. And uh, on an international level, I'd never featured um, at any level up until this year, up until the qualifiers in Russia. So um, yeah, it was that was a great experience. And then getting selected for the European finals was, was a dream come true, really. Yeah, and you know we had Brian Maher, Andy Lyons, and Oshie McEntee in studio before the European Championships too, and they were just speaking about you know what they expected from it. And Ireland performed really well in their media. Unfortunately, weren't able to to make it you know to the semi final, which would have been you know or sorry, I mean to the final, having you know got through the group and then lost. So I know you didn't feature in the games, but to being called up and you know to to experience that and to be there and, and you know especially having not played for Ireland before to to have been in at the business end so late, how would you kind of think back and look back on all of that? Um, yeah, I think it's a, an experience that can only benefit me, really. It was a unbelievable experience, and I suppose I could have been at home on the couch watching it, so uh, it's far better to be there and uh, actually experiencing it. But yeah, it's, uh, to get to the semi-finals of a, a European competition, is it's an unbelievable feat. So um, yeah, the memories that'll, that'll last a long time, really. Yeah, and apart from the football as well, you guys went to an orphanage and some amazing photos of, of you know meeting the kids and the kids taking selfies and all that sort of stuff as well. And I think one of the uh, coaches, Mark Scanlon, was taking the players on, on these mad runs around the, the, the hills of, of Armenia as well in, in the heat and away from the football pitch. You know, there, as, as a young fellow, 18, 19 years old, that must have been an unbelievable experience to go and see an orphanage like that and also be able to go on morning runs. And, and you know, we hear footballers all the time, they only get to see hotels, but in fairness to the FAI, they did get you guys out and about to see a place like Armenia which you'll probably never go to again yeah probably it's it's not a spot you'd really go to apart from the football really so um yeah going to like the likes of an orphanage it's it's not something you get to do very often so it's a uh, really thought-provoking you know to realize how lucky you are to be actually there and uh with the running yeah the running's a different story I suppose running in that heat it's uh it's tough but it's it's lovely to see the city and that part of the world. And Noel, just lastly, you've had the experience of the Euros, you've had you know, 17 or 18 games with the Sligo first team now as well, and you're going to college, but has the football in the last few months really given you a taste of, of what you want? And I'm sure you're even more hungry now than ever to go and, and try and have a career as a professional footballer in this country and, and maybe further afield if that opportunity arises. Yeah, absolutely. Um, being in around the first team and international level, you realise what level you need to be at and what you need to be doing to keep pushing on and keep getting better and I think these experiences will only benefit me and push me on as a player. Great stuff Noel, thanks a million, enjoy the rest of the week and uh, the best of luck going to college as well, we'll see you soon, cheers. Alright, thanks for having me. The best.
best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off The Ball.